It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, hot queens? Did you bring the baby gherkins? <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this song as astronomical. I hate to see it. Wait! Potential. Are you drunk? <laughs> I am so drunk right now. Welcome to Bad Author Book Club, where we're not like other authors, we're worse. I'm Clarabel A. Ortega. And I'm Ryan LaSala, and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. And right now, that bizarre fiction is a book by Kendall and Kylie Jenner. A famously unfamous, uncritically reviewed book known as The Story of Lex and Livia, Rebel City of Indra, iconically unpromoted for whatever reason. And we the are un- del- delving the into uncri- uncritically acclaimed, <laughs> critically unacclaimed, like critically ignored book by Kylie oh. Kendall Jenner. Oh, my um, stomach. Oh my god. So we are the Bad Author Book Club. If you are listening to this wherever you are, we thank you. We encourage you to write a review, write, uh, leave like a rating wherever you're listening to us. It helps us find new listeners. Um, helps us keep the lights on and buy lip gloss, you know, the two most important <laughs> expenses in podcast land. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we are in various places. Check our show notes for all of our, our links uh, and Check our Discord link in the show notes as well, too, because we actually do a lot of activity in our Discord. It's it's always popping in there. It sure is. Fun fact, Clarabelle's moving, and um, we both stand to benefit immensely because Clarabelle will soon have an office. This is like the dream of the dream, right? Like having a dedicated office space for like writing, podcast stuff arts and crafts like i so excited i motherfucking wish oh my god are you do you have like an aesthetic in mind yes so my idea is like um either one or two of the walls is going to be like a dusty pink probably the wall where the uh, window is and then the colors are going to be basically 
um, dusty pink and white. And then all the hardware is going to be gold. Ooh, a gold girl. And then gold and wood. So like wood desk, like mm-hmm. wood and gold accessories with a couple like colors thrown in mm-hmm. there. And then plants. So mm-hmm. it's going to be sort of like, uh, I guess, green, light brown and pink with mm-hmm. a touch of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send you pictures. I have pictures of what I want it to look like. I've picked out a desk. I've picked out like a reading chair to put like next to the window that like converts into like a little bed as well. Oh, cute. Which is perfect because it could be like an extra little bed for like guests, Me. even though we do have a guest bedroom. No, you'll be in the <laughs> guest bedroom. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I sort of imagine us like doing our recording and then you just tuck me in in the little recliner. And that's we can do that. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for you to move. I feel there's so many cool things on the horizon I and know. it's so exciting. And well, okay. Should we do, I mean, do you mind quickly telling us where you've been and what you've been up to? Because I, and I know the the listeners are just so curious um i was in korea for a little over a month um Mm -hmm. i was it was quote-unquote vacation i was writing the whole time i don't know how to not write usually and i'm actually pretty unhappy if i'm not writing to be quite honest with you um so i worked on like a passion project the whole time i was there but i also it was sort of like i had been working my way up to being able to do this kind of travel Mm-hmm. for pleasure for a long time because of my anxiety um that got like significantly worse after like the pandemic sure. started yeah. um being able to leave my house just to go to like the coffee shop was like it was near impossible for me it was really mm-hmm. really difficult um yeah. so i finally had like worked my way up to like do this trip that i had always wanted to do and i did it and like i tried all this like new food i did like things that were scary to me like a speedboat that like literally almost made me have a heart attack like my fitness watch was like great run great job on your run after the speedboat yeah and it it has a little map where it shows Mm -hmm. you like my route and it's like all in the ocean just like squiggly lines it's incredible yeah like somewhere at apple some employees like damn you will not believe what this bitch just did someone looks over her shoulder she's like she did it quick too like like oh so so i did a lot of things that like would have i would have never been able to do Mm just like a year ago i was watching through like the lens of like various social media things and the the trip looked delicious everything that you posted like food the cafes like the little desserts looked so good well yeah korea's food is incredible like even just going to starbucks was such a different like experience Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the drinks are better they're just like creamier and nicer Mm -hmm. um especially because i usually get matcha and they have like fresh matcha from jeju island like right at all their starbucks that's crazy so it was really nice it was a great experience it like opened my palate not just like food wise which i also had anxiety around it was part Mm -hmm. of like my social anxiety was like not being able to try new foods but also just life in general it was really nice. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. That's I mean, I'm so glad that you got to go. I'm so glad that you like went and did everything that you did. Um, just knowing sort of secondhand from conversations, like what that anxiety means for what you get to do or what you let yourself do, like that is such a huge 
leap, right? Like, what a what a huge accomplishment. So I'm very glad that you got to do that. I'm very glad that thank, you're back, though. Thank you. I'm glad, too. I'm never going away for that long without you again. And also, yeah. why don't you tell everybody? I mean, you had episodes literally without me. While I was gone. <laughs> Wait, did you did you did you listen to the episode where I re-recorded our theme, but it was just me? What? What? No! Oh my god, I haven't you, heard you that yet. Oh my god! No. Yeah, the, the one where it's just me interviewing myself. I thought it'd be funny if I re-recorded our theme song, but I did all of the like. <laughs> The, like lines like you are such a clown i love you so much i can't wait to I listen to that fully published this from like i in the air above like the pacific ocean and like you were asleep and i was like i can't wait to <laughs> for people to that's listen to so this. funny so I, I also love that you've given in to plain wi-fi but um you oh, talk yeah. to people about you about beholder and what you've been doing this whole time as well so oh my gosh yeah no i know i we we got the 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 podcast got the lowdown on the sort of behind the scenes for beholder but i will say after i recorded that i went ahead and i was on tour for a little while which was wonderful i did like a four city tour for like the first part of my tour and then i've been doing other events here and there like i just had an event last night at barnes noble i do like a spooky salon every year uh which is such a blast. I basically get to have like an adult Halloween party in a Barnes and Noble and it's an excuse to like buy a bunch of candy and then have like a costume contest and our friend Kat Cho was in the costume contest but lost. Sorry Kat, you looked really cute, but wow. Um the person who won and this is it's by the highly scientific method of a plazometer. So, <laughs> just for whoever is getting the most applause from the audience was someone who dressed up as the girl with the green ribbon. Do you know that? Like, that story, it's about a girl with a green ribbon around her neck, and everyone's like, why do you oh, have that ribbon on? Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I have to keep it on, please. And then, then they like, she removes it after her husband, like, <laughs> finally marries her. She has, like, a long, successful life, and then finally someone removes the green ribbon, and her head falls off. Awful. You would think that if a ribbon could keep her head on, there'd be some sort of, like medical procedure she could do but alas it's just a ribbon yeah it's just a ribbon that oftentimes i feel i feel like i i see myself in that character it's just a ribbon keeping this all together that's all that's all that we got no but things have been good i'm definitely excited to be back here with you back in the city of indra although we will say this chapter we went from it's a stinker yeah, to such a low. And <laughs> it really, I, I had this delusion that we were going to sort of be on the upswing after we had those really good chapters. I don't know if you remember, mm-hmm. like, where we left off. For anyone who yeah. doesn't remember that, so it's been a little bit, but we had some really good chapters. No, that is not the case for this one, though. Yeah, I mean, the emergence ball really was, like, a moment, right? Like, I was really excited. <laughs> yes. We had some action. We finally yeah. got a payoff of, like, what mm-hmm. we had been waiting for. And then... Mm-hmm. It literally feels like we took a step backward. Yeah. Literally. I mean, that, literally. We literally did. Literally, yeah. To like what? Yes. Yeah. So we're back. We're getting back into our regular schedule. Thank you for uh, our, I mean, I will say the, the discord was popping off the entire time. So yeah, I need to be more for... in the, in the discord, but you know what? I you think were, it you will were be in... easier. Yeah. I, I was in Korea. Korea. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll be mm-hmm. more, not hopefully we will be more 
consistent. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be way better. And I want to finish this book. I'm really excited. <laughs> yes. And I don't have a book releasing until fall of next year so we have many months <laughs> dude oh my god yes I mean, our falls are always really wild um just because yeah. we write spooky stuff and mm. then people want like and then you know we you and i also like are doing trips now right like you went to korea i went to hawaii i was in hawaii for like a school visit but also just to like i was being flown there for like a school visit and then i thought so long as i'm going to be there like let me hang around for a little while so i stayed there for some yeah. days too i would highly dissuade myself from making the same choice the next time I publish a book because it is very hard to be (laughs) totally where you're not supposed to be for like a few weeks and then kind of coming home and like being like oh right I have to like launch a book that was really yeah it's a lot yeah that must yeah it was so difficult it was good though I mean like getting to do a school visit in Hawaii and like to be invited there and to like actually meet the people like that's a once in a lifetime opportunity so there was no way I was gonna say no to like that offer and to get to kind of have that opportunity um but that is a long way to go and then to sort of take time out to like you know do all the stuff that you want to do is is a little hard when you're allegedly also supposed to be launching a book and you and i say this all the time but like we get a lot of like pressure put on us to like market ourselves my god so like all of it all of it yeah like anything you guys see us do (laughs) typically it's like us top to bottom doing it so um that was sort of like that was that like breathing down my neck even though i was trying to like enjoy this like beautiful experience i was like i'm so behind on everything yeah it's 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 also just like a really stressful time to be an author like oh there's God, so many yeah. things against us especially we're both scholastic authors and if you've been keeping up with the news it's been a little Dude, hard oh my god so mad at scholastic it is it's been really hard the bulk of my income is from the clubs and fairs and mm-hmm. uh, my book has been censored in a lot of places. And I told you before, like, well, my royalties are not what they usually are. And, like, now I kind of see why. Um, yep. So yeah. for any listeners who can uh, go out and get our books from any, like, indie bookstores especially, that would be such a great help for us. Especially, you know, Beholder just came out. Um, and Witchlings 3 is coming out next fall. So seeing that support for the other two books mm-hmm. would really be good for the series. One thing I wanted to mention to folks, too, because I know a lot of our readers, like, love our, our books and, like, have, you know, gone through the effort. Like, because I, I just signed books for people, like, for the podcast. Like, several people. Thank you, by the way. If you, like, pre-ordered from, like, Books of Wonder or any of the other stores and I, like, signed your book, that was really fun to see. Yeah. Like, to sign, Hot like, Queen. Hey, Queen. <laughs> yeah, like, in a book. That was really cool um but um but if you like our books and for like new people too like books also make really great gifts i saw david levithan sort of say this at a panel recently and like i now try to mention this too where a lot of the people at our events like have come to see us before and i was like oh like if you want to support us like grabbing this and then handing it to like a kid in your life like a spooky kid in your life like that is a great thing to do, especially with, like, the holiday season coming up. We were just at Comic-Con, and literally I was in the Scholastic booth, and some people were, like, looking at books, and I was like, do you like spooky books? And they were like, well, yeah, but, like, I'm an adult. I was like, do you know any spooky children? And these people were like, yeah, <laughs> I know several spooky children. And I was Actually, like, great, let me show you witchlings. And I, like, got to, like, pitch them on that, too. And so everyone knows that spooky child in their life, but... Oh, 100%. We, so we highly encourage you to <laughs> make sure that they're reading um, 
if you can tell, Clarabelle and I are both like trying to toe the line really gently about a really, mm. really serious issue with yeah. um, censorship and then our own publisher sort of participating in it. And it's, yeah, just like you said, it's not an easy place to sort of exist right now as an author. Um, At all. Especially doing like promotion and then there's everything else that is going on too. So times, times are, times are hard right now. It makes me thankful that we are sort of back face to face with our like stupid little book. <laughs> it's like a distraction. Stupid little book. Uh, speaking <laughs> of which, should we jump right in? Let's get into it. Today's episode is chapter 13, two weeks following apprenticeship. This is I hate this. You know what? Like the titles being like two weeks fall. Like I don't remember apprenticeship. When was that? I, that? It's made. It's made up. So now I have to keep this in mind. I don't know. Just they've they've gotten themselves. They could just they could just continue the story linearly. We don't have to right. do the countdown. The, the, the <laughs> countdown's done. The countdown's yes. over. Right. We're done with that. Yes. So this is a Lex chapter for uh, for anyone a little rusty, at which I was when I picked this up. The last thing that happened was that really confusing scene where. Lex tried to rendezvous with Kane in his memory by the obelisk, but instead, Casina was there, and she was like, "Give me your wrist, and like, let me swap out the discs." And then they're in like a, they're in like a bunker somewhere underground. But now they're now they're in a memory. Like the last chapter ended with them entering a memory of Kane's, which is what we're about to pick up in. Yeah, it's um, I. I feel like this didn't work at all, but um, I, I, I feel like that's not going to come to a surprise uh, t- to anybody. Um, so we we start off with um, Lex kind of observing the memory and she's like a girl. She's air. I can tell. Um, and she's like, she looks a mess, though. And then she she comments on the horse. What's the horse names again? Veda. 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 And she's like not synth white, pure white, and I'm like, okay, racist. Um, <laughs> that so she's basically like describing her, and just she's describing exactly what we already know happened. Yes, from her point of view. Yeah. However, we're not learning anything new from her point of view. This is so <sighs> it's very like okay. As someone who it just finished revising a dual Mm -hmm. pov young adult i think it can be really interesting to play with the characters sort of reliving each other's chapters which happens a couple of times but the problem is you need to show the perspective of the other character like Mm -hmm. what is the other character seeing and experiencing that your first character doesn't see right why are we back here why are we back here there has to be a point to this it can't just be like because otherwise Clearly what they wanted was they needed Lex to observe the scene that just happened with Livia and Kane, right? Like the whole like botched assassination. They want her to have that information, but why we couldn't just do this in summary, I don't know. It's a whole chapter dedicated to us basically going through the same scene, but through the eyes of her. But also what was so weird to me about this is that like it's Kane's memory, but it's told via like a camera watching it also it's not from behind Kane's eyes I don't know I guess the memories the way that they're archived are such that like there's sort of like video games that you can like walk around within and I guess it's been established but like Kane blacks out during this we know this because we just saw it happen yeah. he's beaten unconscious so he his memory would stop so really these aren't memories they're just 
archived sort of like recordings of these people in like a surveillance state, I guess. I don't know. I think that's kind of what it is though. Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And like, I really do think like literally like the first, like maybe two pages is Mm -hmm. just, uh, Lex recounting what we already saw from her point of view with less information than we already have. Like, that's not interesting. Like if you, if, I understand why they didn't want this to come first because it's a big twist what happens between Kane and Livia and I get that mm-hmm. but in that case just condense these like two pages to like her falling to her knees shattered at what she just saw or like freaking right. out right get, get to because the end of we it. already know what she saw so just be like I can't believe that happened where is Kane like her freaking out and like asking Casina like that's all we need right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they draw it out and make us relive everything that we already know happened through mm-hmm. the perspective of Lex watching so I just really didn't think it worked at all I think they were trying to like like stretch out the emotional part of the narrative with like her watching everything happening and being shattered but like it just she's not it, it wasn't worth that. it yeah so like okay for those that don't remember basically what happens in the other chapter is Livia and Kane meet at the stables and then she kisses him even though he's trying not to kiss her because again he's got like a poison cyanide pill or something I don't even know mm. so she accidentally assassinates herself almost and then he's he manages to break it off before like the pill like kills her, uh, but there's a kiss there, right? Like there's a there's what appears to be a kiss. So, like the second that we started to relive this, I was like, oh my god, I know what's going to happen, and it happens exactly like this. Lex watches them like have a kiss, and she's brought to like extreme anger at this. Like she's like pounding against the. There's now a wall. There's an observation wall <laughs> in the memory that she's like up against, and she's like, "Oh no, the enforcement wall." She's really upset to like see like basically Kane kissing, and she's like a little surprised at her emotions. I kind of, I mean, at this point, like we need to embrace the fact that like Lex really likes Kane. Like she's starting to kind of admit this to herself, but she still doesn't. She's like, "Why is this getting such a reaction out of me? Like, uh, you know, am I out of my mind? Like, am I on his mind when he's with her?" Is literally like one of the lines. So again, this feels so deeply out of character with our like rough and tumble, like take no bullshit prisoners. Lex, but like here she is, like enraged to find out that like he's kissing this other girl, which is a direct dichotomy to how she feels as he's being beaten to death, which happens a second later. There's like no reaction to that whatsoever at all. She's like, let's rewind to the kiss, actually. That's (laughs) what she's like. I want to watch that again. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, so, so this. I I don't know if you agree with me. I'm guessing you probably will. But I felt this whole thing was, like, very <laughs> convoluted and wordy. Like, what are they even fucking talking about? Like, yeah. her and Casina. So she so she watches the whole thing, and then Casina takes the chip out of her yeah. wrist or whatever. And she's, like, trying to get information out of her. Um, and Casina is kind of, like, already t- turned on him. Which I'm really confused because, like, he's on a mission, right? Like, wouldn't he get the mission from the same place she would? But she's like, oh, he's with all the other traitors and dissidents. I think she's... Okay. No, I think... (laughs) I 
disagree, actually. Okay. What I got out of it, yeah, let's, let's rumble. <laughs> what I think happened is Cassina's into him. She's, you know, she loves him. And of course, in like a YA novel like this, love is the only goal any girl ever gets to have. So she really likes Kane. So she wants to know where he is, but she does think that he's some sort of traitor. And she's basically used the extent of her privilege as like a rich person to like basically get this memory. But now she's come to meet with Lex because she thinks that Lex is going to have more information about like whatever plan Kane was carrying out. That's why she's there. But she also wants to help him at the same time. She wants to help him, but I think... Like, she's saying he is part of the rebellion because he attacked this highborn girl. I don't know. Nowhere do they say rebels. <laughs> rebels are not brought up <laughs> in this chapter. But all we really know is that Casina is, like, trying to find him and because she's in love with him and, like, wants to help him. But she doesn't even know where to begin. So that's why she's, like, basically coming to Lex. Right? Okay. I guess so. I don't know. It, like I said, confused me. So... Uh, we also find out, we didn't know this, right? Oh, about the dad? Yeah, Waslow is her dad. Cassina's father. Yeah, so the weird child. I had a question about this. Yes. That they let go is Cassina. <gasps> oh my god, okay, wait. So, yes, so, okay, so this is where, this is where, like, you know before you were like, we needed something new to come out of this? This, I guess, kind of is that, but... I mean, Not they didn't it's... need to describe the whole thing, though. She could have, Cena could have still told her. Right, right. Like, that could have been part of it. But, like, yeah. So there's a there's a man in the memory who, I guess, was Waslow. I couldn't, like, remember as I was reading I, I went back. I went back it, and I looked. Was and Waslow okay. was with her. He was the only, like, I think, person who, besides, like, an officer that was named, right? Cool. So I, I'm pretty sure it was him. So, like, yeah. Waslow is her dad. Woo! It's Cassina's father. Yes. Yeah. Cassina's like, that's my daddy who's like in this memory, which, so I don't know. I don't know why she's not. Again, if I'm Cassina and I know that my dad is involved in this, like, that's who I'm going to go to in order to like do some sleuthing. Does she even say that she's like gone that route? I don't know. Lex is sort of very like, have you even thought through like your plan here? And Cassina's like, this is my plan. <laughs> my plan is to get you to help me, which on the surface, I love the idea of them being forced to work together, but That's I just fun. think the execution is really off. Like the excuse for why Casina is coming to Lex doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Lex trusting Casina also doesn't make a lot of sense. Although it makes a little bit more sense because Casina has more like access to like records or whatever, or supposedly she does. I don't know because I don't really know what her fucking job is. If it was clearer, then I guess it would like make a lot more sense, right? Like, oh, she's able to access like I guess chips, and that'll help me in this way, right? <laughs> she's, yeah, she's the Lay's heiress. She yeah, she's the, she, yeah. She's all the, the chips. The Dorito Empire <laughs> comes to her. So, yeah, the oh, the chip thing is still <laughs> so crazy. But yeah, she was able to somehow use this is where this is like what doesn't connect. With me. She was able to somehow use her like immense privilege and status to like get this memory, but like. That's that's like high treason, right? Like within the in Drithian society, like getting someone else's like memory, like you're not supposed to be able to do this. We know this because this is what Lex was telling us, like when she went to go break in to get Kane's memories earlier, right? Like, so Casina will do that, but like she can't get any sort of additional information out of her own father, right? And like if she's putting her life on the line, like 
committing this act of treason, why in the hell would she trust Lex with that information? It Lex seems, is like right, here to it, prosecute like treasonous yeah. people. Like Lex is like, I'm going to kill people. And they literally hate each other so much. Like the thing that bothers me mm. about this whole thing also is that you just have Casina delivering all of the information to Lex. Like she had to do zero to get this. It would have been way cooler if she had had to do if Lex had had to do something to get at this information and then found out that Casina had like committed this like huge act of treason and be like, if you don't help me, mm. I am going to report your ass. And right. that would have been so much better, but she has no agency. Think she's she's on a Roomba and everyone's just giving her the <laughs> information. The yes. It's true. I mean Casina that's like that's really crystallizing it though because literally Lex like snuck into like this vault which apparently is behind all the security and then like because of the convenience of people coming up to people in our novels and like giving them the information so did Casita Casita also had to break through every single security to come deliver information to Lex like it's these people are going through such hoops for these lazy ass girls (laughs) I mean, write what you write what you know. <laughs> there was a really funny uh, line where so the casino says he's the perfect choice. Really, they start talking about Kane, like why he was chosen to like go assassinate Olivia. Mm-hmm. And um, Casino says he's the perfect choice. Really, she says, regaining her crustiness. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my god! The fuck! I highlighted it. I didn't miss it. I sure did not. Oh my god. She's regaining her cross. I am just... I mean, she kind of ate her up with that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, careful. You don't want to regain your crustiness. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Also, we should state... Sorry, I'm like losing it. This time, so. <laughs> we should state that like... Okay. We relive the whole memory through Lex's eyes, but it's Kane's memory, not through his eyes, whatever. Like, Lex watches it. Casina takes the chip out of her, like, wrist slit, ew. And they are then back in the the vault where they were, like, two chapters ago. And then Casina's like, you don't even know anything useful. Because she, re- she basically realizes that, like, Lex didn't know about this mission. Like, Lex is as surprised as she is to, like, see this, right? Mm. Um... And then Lex pins her to a wall face first, knocks out her knees. Just all of a sudden. The rest of, like, the conversation in this, like, takes place, like, via them, like, pinned to the wall. So it's there's something a little bit, like, lezzy about this, a little sapphic about, like, them, like, pinned to a wall. And I was like, oh, this, there's something here. Like, this would have been a great thing to pursue, right? Like, the two girls trying to, like, save this, like you know, this boy in distress, right? Like, he's the damsel in the situation, right? They're going to team up to save him, but I love the idea of, like, them, them falling in love. Falling yes. in love. Like, that would be really fun. That would fix the whole book. That's what I said. <laughs> the whole them having to work together, I was like, I swear to God, if they're not at least best friends yeah, by the end of this, but it would be amazing if they were gay. We know that's not going to happen, but oh, and, we know, can like, dream. Truly? Oh, my God. You know, what else do I have to live off of, basically, at this yeah. point? Like, Oh, the other thing that drove me crazy about this, and this might be my thorn, is that, like, so they're they're having this conversation, basically, about 
well, we're going to have to, like, go get him. But we we end squarely in Lex's thought process where she's like, and you know what? Like, and I'm going to make that bitch, Livia Cosmo, pay for what she's done. Which, mind you, is nothing. <laughs> like, even from what she witnessed, even from what she reported to us, was hardly anything. Yes, Livia kisses Kane, but, like, somehow, even though she literally watched her, like, best friend get, like, beaten to a pulp, she's still back on Livia and she's thinking, like, I'm going to find that girl um, because she thinks maybe she knows something. That's sort of her thinking about it. Uh, but she's like, I'm going to find her and, like, I'm going to, like, make her suffer. Like, I hate Livia Cosmo. So, like, we're back squarely where this book is comfortable, which is, like, girls hating other girls and without really much reason for it when clearly there's a larger thing at at play but like all she can think about is like getting back at a girl it's so weird the whole conversation that they have leading up to lex kind of deciding that she's gonna go after Mm -hmm. libya which doesn't feel very convincing to me at all like i really agree with you like what like she was an assassin she was gonna get assassinated like but what does she know about this guy if she tried to kiss him before he killed her like why would she know anything she's obviously in the dark right about his true motives so very flimsy excuse (laughs) But, but then from the very beginning of their interaction they're just basically talking about um oh first of all livia is an orphan which casina told Lex so we know that she knows that mm-hmm. but they just talked about the, the logistics basically of Kane being chosen to be an assassin and like why he would be chosen and like how practical it is and it just feels it doesn't feel like a natural conversation it is like, so weird yeah. it just feels like info dumping for information that we absolutely do not need and it feels like the author's trying to justify their decisions of why Kane was chosen to be an assassin when to be quite honest with you i do not care about that at all i don't think they need a justification for it he could have just been talented and he was chosen and that's it we already know he's like really good at you know doing stuff like he's he's good he's charming he fits mm-hmm. in places mm-hmm. we knew all of that but it just sort of, like, feels like a board meeting where we're, like, being told all this information about, like, why Keen was chosen. And it just doesn't feel like a normal conversation between two, ne- two teenage girls who hate each other, even right. if they have to work together. There's no banter that is, like, funny, except for the crustiness thing, which was said <laughs> in her head. Um, and we're just being retold things that we already know. Right. So it was kind of frustrating to me and then for the conclusion to be i'll go after that girl she'll lead me to kane there's no other way are you 100 percent sure because it sounds like a bad plan to me right like why what would an assassination victim know about their own assassination plan that they wouldn't have then used to not be assassinated right like it's such a crazy to be like, why would she know girl... where they're taking him they probably right. want to keep them apart right <laughs> like that girl knows something and like oh yeah the girl who clearly didn't know that she was about to die <laughs> like oh yeah let's talk to her and i oh i just i feel like okay there could have been some logic like i think through these things all the time because 
the nature of stuff that I write, like, you know, there's there's murder, there's mayhem, there's mystery, right? And, like, oftentimes I need to get the characters to put together certain clues but not others so that they make the mistake of following, like, a red herring, which, of course, like, progresses the plot, moves them along. But, like, they can't put together all the right information, but they have to put together some information in order to, like, right. keep going, right? So I'm, I'm not a, like totally alien to the the task at hand here which is like we need to get casino and lex somehow in pursuit of livia cosmo that's fine okay great like if we're starting with that and here's some like this is like when we're gonna edge into like craft territory if we're starting with that right like if i know that like the end goal is to have them after livia i then have to think okay they need to think of a question that only Livia can answer. And that question could be as simple as, what were you doing in this garden? Or what did Cain tell you right before, like, you tried to kiss him? Or something like that. Like, you've got to figure out, like, the information that she definitely has or that we can sort of misunderstand her to have. And this almost does that where it's like, she'll know something. But you have to figure out what that something is is right and it can't just be like where he's been taken because again casina has way more access to figure these things out it's got to be something specific about that moment and it could be like a misinterpreted version of the conversation because again like kane and livia had a whole conversation and like maybe we could have gotten like bits and pieces of that but (laughs) this book conveniently says the audio is fucked up in the memory so they can't understand a word that they're saying which is so fucking lazy but okay fine what okay the audio is messed up then say these people were having a conversation perhaps like you know lex with her supervision could sense that like the girl had some sort of interest in kane right like she's basically able to deduce that there's like a connection between them and she wants to exploit that connection like that would have been fine too she watched them literally kiss that would have been a totally logical thing for like oh these people definitely have like a relationship like let me go see what that's all about but no no none of that happens she just simply decides okay this is my like next lead and there's no real reasoning to do so and it annoys me I think that they could have very easily two things Mm. if they would have actually given Livia some sort of goal uh, in life that had to do with Lex this would have been a really convenient moment to bring two characters that need each other together by Lex not going after Livia but going after Waslow that makes so much more sense and they live together right Mm -hmm. so if she had gone to try to find Waslow ran into Livia and Livia is the one who's like, like, wait a minute, you're that girl. I need you. And then they both need each other. Mm. That would have been so much cooler because first Mm. of all, it would have given Lex some sort of agency. Um, It makes more sense for her to find like Waslo obviously knows where she's been taken. If he's the one who was like, hosting this whole thing he was very clearly in charge um he's casina's dad so he must be like high up in in the social hierarchy right so why didn't lex just she just she's not scared of fighting fucking samurai so she was probably like all right i'm gonna go find this guy this uh casina's dad and threaten him i'm gonna beat the information out of him whatever i need to do but instead she comes up against Livia and they realize they look just alike. I don't know what it is, but something oh like God. that would have been really cool. What the other thing? What, I totally agree, but also the other thing that no one is talking about is the fact that they look like twins. 
we know that there we know that there's some something twin is going on here but like at no point while watching this does lex think this girl looks like me and it's making me i'm like feel like we're being gaslit like are they like paternal twins like is that what's going on here like what is happening i have no idea like look like similar right they are because Kane, when Kane he is like you, yeah, yeah, you look familiar to me to Livia, um, which yeah. obviously he was referencing Lex, but they just did everything wrong. What do, what are we gonna do? <laughs> let's go. Let's let them this. Let's go to Rosenthorn. I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm done. It's over. It's over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so done. All right, Ryan. Okay. What's your Roseanne? Your Thorn. My thorn is that, uh, by the way, you said flimsy. I had literally written flimsy in the text when we were talking about, like, the the reasoning. Is that the the calculus for, like, moving the plot forward is so fucking weak. (laughs) It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be. There's plenty of stuff that you can misinterpret from watching a memory like this play out that could lead you on the path that you want to be set on, you know, that the author wants you to go on. Um, But the calculus was just so off. I, I feel I feel cheated um, by that. My my rose. I don't know. The funniest thing to happen was that crusty line, which I didn't even so good because I was reading so fast. But that's that's really funny. I guess my rose is that I do like the idea of Casina and um, Katniss or whatever her name is, like teaming up Lex, uh, because I like the idea that like you know I, for a while I thought Casina was going to be this discarded bully right like she was gonna bully her she was gonna sort of be there as a foil and then go away and I'm, I'm happy that she appears to have a lot more to do in this book than simply be the like mean bitchy girl I think it's gonna be done poorly I mean I know that but at least she's here and we get to see maybe something result from this dynamic what I agree you? with you I like that. Um, so I I agree with you about uh, Casina but what I will say is I loved the not me, not loved, but I did like the twist of Wazel being her dad. I thought that was a cool oh, way to sort of like connect everything, and it was yeah. a good twist. And I'm glad that like the comment about their weird little child wasn't just like a throwaway thing; that it actually led to something. Um, and I hope that they can connect them even more so, and that like that connection that they have between them will mm-hmm. result in them getting closer. That's my hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say my. Thorn is just the fact that this chapter didn't take advantage of. I mean, the last chapter was kind of anticlimactic also, to be quite honest. I mean, I wish that they had just kind of gone from the attempted assassination straight into them pursuing, um, trying to find Keen, because I think that it, um, it like stifled the pacing a lot and it Mm -hmm. just like sucked the momentum out of the moment and it's like they find this really important thing out like this guy that they both super care for is like hurt um maybe just watch them like somehow make them like casina tells lex for whatever reason find a better reason not the one that they gave i don't like it and then together they like set off to like try to talk to Waslow. Like, Casina's like, my dad will know what's going on, but, like, I need you to come with me because I can't get through this barrier without, like, your, your like, fighting power or whatever. Something, something like, that, like that, right? Yeah. And she knows that Lex is the only person who will break the rules enough to help her. Um, I would have loved that to, like, go straight into the action. And then the well, next chapter, we, yeah. we could have seen 
the two main characters finally meet because I just wanted to get to that point. And I mm-hmm. feel like it's already been stretched out so much that like it's kind of annoying. So we're like yeah. I'm at page ninety one of one eighty eight in my um in the ebook. I don't know where you are, but it's like really like we're in it. We're really far along. And I just wish that the pace was picked up more already. Yeah. I yeah, I have to agree. I feel I feel like the where this book is gonna sort of shine is gonna be Lex and Livia like figuring out how to work with one another or what have you. Like that kind of seems to be where we're going. It is so frustrating that it's taking them so long to like get FaceTime. And also, like, I think by the time they do, I'm a little worried about it being redundant because both of them already have like a girl rival. So they're going to meet up with one another and then they're going to have yet another girl like rival slash like person that they're always like butting heads with. And like, that can't be every dynamic in the book. So I'm like, probably will be, it probably will be though. Right. Like the novel thing to do at this point would be to have them get along. That would be shocking. And that would be (gasps) refreshing. I would love it. Like I would love that. And I'm like, of course, like they're going to have to sort out their differences because that's what these books do. But like, it does mean that we're only going to see them finally start to like, be cohesive as a team somewhere in the second book which i don't even fucking know if we're gonna get to like there i can't i cannot imagine i feel like we should move on to snooki's book after this or something because (laughs) something yeah like we need a light read something yeah something quick something punchy because this is like the oh god kylie kendall give us a call please we will help you figure this out but okay those were some good rows and thorns i i agree with us yeah i agree with us too we're so smart and hot (laughs) so thank you hot queens for tuning in it's always a blast it's good to be back we should be back to most of our regular schedule releases from here on out um, now that our busy season has sort of come and gone. So uh, thank you for bearing with us. Um, you can find all of the links to our social media in our show notes, along with the link to our Discord. And if you'd like to follow me, all my links are also in the show notes, but I'm basically everywhere as the Ryan LaSalle. And right now I'm using I'm using TikTok and I'm using X begrudgingly and threads in Instagram. If you want, I was doing the thumbs down. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow me, Clarabel, I'm at Clarabel underscore Ortega. I'm mostly on Instagram and TikTok, but I do also use threads and Blue Sky. Uh, Blue Sky, I don't know my username. Just look for Clarabel Ortega. It's weird on there. And threads, I'm also the same username at Clarabel underscore Ortega. Woo! Oh, good to yeah. be back. It's good to be home. Thank you, Hot Queens. We will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Biggest kisses. Oh, can I tell you something that I keep saying in my head? Yes. Yeah. Hello, Christ. I'm about to Cinnabon. (laughs) What? Cinnabon. Cinnabon. Like in the mall. Cut cut it. Cut that. (laughs) Don't ever say that again. (laughs) Buddy.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.